Welcome to Bat Therapy, psychology of Batman, superheroes, and other comic book characters. Be a fly on the wall or a bat in the cave, listening in on a friendship built out of a love for talking Batman, comics, and the everyday struggle to achieve mental health and happiness. We are your hosts, clinical psychologist Dr. Amelia Brown and educator and comic aficionado Keaton Hopkins. Don't forget to follow us on YouTube and social media and find our Patreon at patreon.com slash therapy. This podcast is about providing education and understanding and is not a replacement for mental health treatment or support. If you're needing help, go to bat-therapy.com for resources. All right, so this week we have something exciting and different. Uh, so we have Greg Burrow joining us. He's actually a Batman cosplayer. You can see him at GB Cosplay and Heroes of Texas. Uh, he actually does a lot of really cool charity and community service events. He's done multiple conventions in Texas. Uh, he happens to also be a, a manager at Dragon's Lair Comics and Fantasy in Austin. Uh, it's how we actually ended up learning about each other. And he's a member of a number of different costuming groups. So we're excited to be talking to you, Greg, about the well, psychology of me. cosplay. Yeah. Super excited for you to be here. So first and foremost, anyone who doesn't tend to look at our YouTube, you might want to this week because Greg is looking phenomenal. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, thank you. So, You're too kind. So, Greg, um, it's clear to us, as we can see you, that you've got some Adam West vibes going on, uh, Adam West Batman. Um, so I guess maybe to start off with is, uh, why that Batman? Oh, there's so many reasons. Uh, my primary reason is I go to children's hospitals and I do a lot of charity stuff with kids. Uh, so when you're going and you're visiting kids in the hospital, I don't want to be one of the dark Batmans with the angry scowl uh, on his face yeah. and talk like this saying I'm Batman. <laughs> and I could just see the kids having nightmares. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 So I go in there and uh, they called Adam West the bright knight. And mm. a lot of that is like that. spread joy. And uh, that is definitely what this Batman means to me is spreading joy yeah. and happiness and uh awesome. so that is one of the reasons why i really enjoy dressing as the adam west batman and going to children's hospitals and doing charity events like the casa superhero run happening on september 17th yes. oh yeah tell us yeah tell us some more about that uh the casa superhero run is amazing it's their major uh fundraiser for the year uh casa is court appointed special advocates for children so anytime a child goes to the court system and they don't have like a parent or a guardian that can speak up for them um, like, for example, a child in foster care, uh, abuse, neglect cases, uh, things like that. The court will appoint a special advocate mm. to uh, advocate for them. And uh, they're really amazing people. And it's really amazing what they do. And uh, it's just uh, it unfortunately takes money to help train them properly, uh, help keep that organization running so that they can organize the volunteers and all that. So. Um, so the Casa Superhero Run actually doesn't just help the Casa in Travis County. It also helps tra uh, the Casa in Williamson County and a lot of the surrounding counties as well. Oh, nice. uh, it's going to be at the Circuit of Americas, and it's going to be a festival as well as a, a 5K, and there is a 1K fun run uh, okay. for children and for other people who don't want to be a part of like a major marathon. Yeah. Um, the festival is amazing. A uh, whole bunch of different companies come out and uh, give away free stuff. I mean, we're talking Amy's ice cream, giving away free ice cream. Uh, Dragon's Lair comes out and gives away free comics. And we have little hand fans that uh, you can get to, to cool yourselves down. Um, it's, it's an amazing event. And it's uh, whole families come dressed up as superheroes. And it's just a lot of fun. And it's just for such an amazing cause. So uh, that's cool. Awesome. Dragon's Lair and Heroes of Texas are always so proud and happy to be a part of that event and to be a partner with CASA in uh, trying to uh, get the word out and to try to make uh, these donations happen to this organization. That's cool. So if if people wanted to um, if people wanted to donate that maybe weren't in the area or right. want to like hear, learn more about it, is there like a website or a Facebook uh, page or anything they can go on? Any county you're in. I would Google search CASA and then your county, and then there would probably be a, a website mm. for that county. Okay. Um, 
the uh, CASA superhero run, as I said, is for a whole bunch of CASA organizations in this community. Um, so uh, they have a website called uh, casasuperherorun.com and you okay. can donate through there. Um, also, you can find out about becoming a volunteer if you want mm. to volunteer and help these kids out and go to court and speak for them and things like that. So well, that's awesome. That's awesome. And now, because uh, I know you, you mentioned this to me as we were chatting, kind of preparing for the podcast. Am I remembering right that you dress as Shazam for that? I do typically dress as Shazam for the Casa Superhero Run because, uh, of course, Billy Batson, who becomes Shazam or Captain Marvel, is uh, a foster child. As a matter of fact, all of the Marvel yeah. kids, uh, the Marvel uh, family, uh, Marvel, yeah. Yeah, Mary Marvel, uh Captain Marvel Jr., all of them, they're actually foster kids, as you could see in the last two movies that just came out. Yeah, I love that. I love how purposeful you are with what character you choose to play. That That's really cool. Um, and it's also, I, I've, got, I've got this funny little quirk. I usually do characters that uh, first appearance, live action, in color. So I do 66 Batman, who was the first appearance of Batman in color. I do uh, oh. the George Reeves Superman, who was the first Superman in color. Uh, yeah. And I also do Clark Kent from that, uh, the George Reeves Clark Kent. I do uh, Shazam from the 1970s, who was the first Shazam in color. Because um, there was a movie serial, actually, of Shazam uh, back oh. in the black and white days. So, But yeah, I, I'm really wanting to lose a lot of weight and actually do <laughs> the Electric Company Spider-Man, who was the first appearance live action appearance of spider-man oh yeah i remember yeah. i yeah i remember actually uh i've watched a couple uh, uh uh a little bit of that and then i think the other spider-man one i watched was like the i think it was a spider-man show in japan and he had like a a, a mech robot like leopardon yes leopardon yeah it's, it was great it was it was a lot of it was very fun, very different. Yes. But and it's yeah, hilarious that's... because it doesn't follow the American Spider-Man at all, at all, at oh. all. And um, they and when the Marvel executives were really upset and they were about to can it, and uh, but Stan Lee loved it. He said, "This is so creative <laughs> and fun." And he was like, and "They were like, yeah." And all the other executives were like, "Yes, man." Basically, at that point, for Stan. <laughs> Yeah. Like, yeah it's great it's wonderful so yeah because i've always been into robots and stuff and the first time oh, i'm like nice. wait spider i'm like wait spider does spider-man have a leopard robot that transformed what is happening right now it was the best thing ever <laughs> it was the best thing ever because yeah i'm huge in like transformers and, oh, and gundam this, and power rangers and so this is a big big uh uh <laughs> there's so much to say about this <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was I was kind of upset about the Ready Player One movie because they got rid of Leopardon. Yeah, Leopardon they did. The, uh, they books. did get rid of him. Yeah, they they did. It made I did tear up when the Gundam showed up. I yes. did. That was big for me. But yeah, they did leave. They did leave a lot of the big mechs out that they they name dropped in the book for sure. <laughs> so but, so Greg, what got you cosplaying in the first place? Oh my goodness. Okay, so. Uh, <laughs> As a kid, back in the 70s, the 1970s, uh, I would make costumes and stuff for myself. Uh, yeah. You know, I would like to, I, I had a, a Spider-Man Halloween costume and I would go around and I'd wear that, you know, stuff like that, you know, and uh, I, I always love making things. And so yeah. um, a lot of my early stuff is really atrocious and I'm glad there's no <laughs> pictures of any of it. <laughs> hey, uh, humble like, beginnings. <laughs> uh, so like uh, in fifth grade, I made a suit of armor out of cardboard for a project and just, you know, it was, it was, it was horrible. It was absolutely horrible, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, like ever since then, I mean, I've been a uh, part of the society for creative anachronism. Mm. Uh, there's a couple of film source societies I was part of. Uh, that I made elf costumes and musketeer outfits and you name it. Uh, I've made full suits of chainmail armor. Oh, oh my wow. goodness. Yeah. Uh, just again, I just love making things. I've actually made a working um, medieval replica of a crossbow uh, from the, it was a Dutch medieval crossbow uh, what? that works and everything. And uh, I actually made uh, uh, from a kit, a uh, black powder uh, flintlock pistol. And what? Uh, just uh yeah it so Keaton, a lot of stuff that he's made is hanging in dragon's lair 
the, the comic book store wow. in Austin. So you're going to have to come and check it out. Out. I'm going to have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have not, to not anything visit. that can actually hurt anybody, but. Well, the, the crossbow is up there, but uh, Rooster Teeth borrowed it and unfortunately dry fired it a bunch. So it doesn't shoot straight anymore, unfortunately. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, wow. But yeah, I will. I will definitely have to make a trip to Austin and come hang with you in Dragon Slayer. That sounds amazing. Awesome. That sounds amazing. Absolutely. So yeah. is there a if because it sounds like you've just been doing this for, for years, you have so many different costumes. Is there a is is the Adam West Batman one? Is 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 this your favorite one or, or do you have another one that's probably your favorite? That's really hard. Uh <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like saying you know who's your favorite child uh Oof. because yeah it's it's i mean they're 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 fun for different reasons i yeah. actually made a full uh stormtrooper from uh star wars a new hope wow. uh I, to get in the 501st legion i actually have a couple of uh, uh screen accurate costumes and one of them is a stormtrooper and wow. that is a lot of fun to wear uh especially like uh i have uh these flyers that I give out sometimes when I'm in the stormtrooper that is uh it's all in star Wars writing Arabesh and it's a wanted poster for R2 and 3PO. And I go, excuse me, have you seen these droids? And the features <laughs> I get sometimes are really hilarious. It's like, these aren't the droids you're looking for. You know, it's like, <laughs> you know, that's awesome. One of the things I love about, uh, about cosplaying is like you're not just dressing up as a character. You actually get to like act like the yes. character. And and it's, it's so much fun when you go to cons and like meet cosplayers because it's like, Oh, Oh wow. That's actually a really good impression you're doing there. Yeah. And like, it's, it's so much, it, it just, and it's, the, it's sometimes the, vibe it's, is it's awesome. the, 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 how should I put it? It's the, uh, the cosplayers that come in to do something like it's a, it's a special thing. Like, uh, I, I saw people that came in as uh, Bruce Wayne's parents and they'll lay down on the ground, throw the pearls, pearls down and stuff and lay down there and, in front of whenever they find a Batman cosplayer. <laughs> and, you know, you don't know who they are until they do that. And then you're like, oh, my God, it's, it's you know, <laughs> it's the Bruce Wayne's parents. It's and like brutal. some of the Batman will get down on their knees going. No! <laughs> <laughs> And it's just, it's, it's a wonderful scene. I, I love when they do creative things like that, where it's like, you know, it didn't, yeah. it's not like you're having to make it this elaborate costume, but having really like smart, fun ideas can yeah. sometimes take you a long way. So yeah. that's awesome. My, uh, my, uh, last year for San Diego Comic-Con, my wife, uh, she was eight months pregnant when we wow. went. And she loves cosplay. And so one of her cosplays, she did um, Thor from Avengers Endgame. <laughs> like when he, when he has the, the gained weight. And people awesome. loved it. She got stopped all day. People want to take pictures with her. It was, it was excellent. I mean, you know, you, you, I'm sure you know how that is. Just like people just there's being a, in awe. A cosplayer in our group. And uh, she actually did uh, a pregnant Spider Woman because, of course, Spider Woman was pregnant in the comics. Oh, cool! And so it's it's interesting, you know, when they they're able to do things like that. Yeah, you just yeah. you know, always wanted to do this cosplay. Now's the chance to do it just for a <laughs> short while here. Yeah, yeah, and it's just it's really cool because like it's cosplaying is one of those things that's inclusive. It's like, hey, mm. if it's not TV show accurate, that doesn't matter it fits me it it's plays what in the title right? i want right it's yeah, i yeah. and yeah it's something that's so so much fun and i'm sure you because you told us you you're part of like costume groups and everything i'm sure you've made so many friends that oh, yeah. way just because they're it's people doing the exact same thing that you love and i'm sure you learn tricks of the trade from each other oh, yes. and i yeah, I I know it's such a blast. Yeah, it really is. Uh, and I, yeah, I I can't say enough about how much uh, the five hundred first legion especially has done for me. Yeah, I was actually unemployed when I joined the five hundred first legion, and uh, they actually kept me sane because oh, wow. um, every week I was going out five resumes minimum, um, oh. and I was unemployed for two and a half years. Oh, wow. And so it was like all that rejection all the time. And I'm a workaholic. 
So, I mean, you can ask my boss. It's like, they, they have to kick me out and go home. You know, it's like, yeah. but, uh, but yeah, so I, I just, you know, not being able to have work and being useful to society is, was just tearing me apart. And uh, being in the 501st Legion, being able to go to these events where, you know, we were doing the autism walk, we did uh, children's hospital visits, things like that, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, you're doing good for the community. And yeah. I was helping the the 501st, even before I was a 501st member, um, you know, I was doing this thing called handling. Uh, handlers are really important to cosplayers because like stormtroopers, you can't see anything below here because the helmet is actually away from your face a little bit. Yeah. Oh, so you can't and see it below your nose. Pretty yeah. small. So you're, you're, it's, it's almost like looking through two telescopes in a way, you know what I'm saying? Where it's like, you, oh. know, you don't have, you know, you don't have peripheral vision at all. You don't, you're not able to look down. So uh, if you're like walking outside and there's curbs or potholes, it's like whenever we do the uh, Chewy's parade, uh, Chewy's giving uh, children, giving to children parade for uh, blue Santa. Mm. Um, we marched down Congress Avenue and unfortunately there's a lot of potholes on Congress Avenue. So <laughs> I'll generally wear my Imperial officer uniform and I will handle by uh, whenever I see a pothole, I'll stand over it so that the stormtroopers will walk around me because they can see. And so, um, and then that way they don't trip and face plant in their stormtrooper armor in the middle of a parade. You you know, you bring up like you, you, you brought up a really, really good point. And I I think it's really important to always to try and have a circle of people that you can yeah. lean on whenever you're you're going through things. And it's mm-hmm. funny because we think about Batman. He he always seems like this lone wolf type. But when you really think about it, Batman has such a huge family. There's there's he has I all mean, the Robins. And Alfred. Alfred, yeah. right. He has all the Robins, Alfred, uh, Lucius, and and it's so much more extended with like uh Gordon and the yeah. Batgirl mm-hmm. and Orphan and all of these characters that are there whenever he can't carry it yeah. all. And so it's, and it's, it's, but it's, it's so great that you did have though that group to lean on when you're, when you're really going through something. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you even, I mean, one of the things that I think can be really tough, uh, cause unfortunately, like, so you were talking about being unemployed or some people just aren't able to work in the way that are, at least in our society, it's set up to work. It's almost like an all or nothing kind of thing in a lot of ways. And then if you don't have that, where's the drive and the purpose and the places where you see, Hey, I can make a difference. And this is something where, um, I'm, I'm giving back or I can, um, just add to life. Uh, and that's so cool that I, I hadn't, until we had talked to you a bit more, I hadn't really thought of cosplay in that way. I'd seen it more as the creation and the, the being social and being able to kind of be parts of yourself or kind of get out of yourself in these different ways. I hadn't thought about that giving back part, um, which is really cool. Yeah. That's, I, I tell you, like, I just, when, I honestly, I think the big thing too is I just did not know there were so many different mm. events and things that oh, yeah. that that there that you that uh you do. I remember when um Amelia first told me about you and told me you did some of these things, but some of the stuff you're telling me about, I'm like, oh my gosh, like you we're we are <laughs> we have an actual superhero on the podcast. Like oh, that's what it yeah. feels. That's really what yeah. it feels normal, like. Normal guy. I'm just able to help out and so that you know i mean i think that i would like to hope that anyone in my position would be able to do the same thing where you know if you have an opportunity to do something good you would do it um and you know sometimes people aren't able to do it they've got you know kids and family that you know that they have to take precedence and Mm -hmm. uh you know um it it is what it is you know and so uh i I'm an artist. I need to create. And so uh, if, if I'm not creating something or having some, you know, idea going through my head of, oh, I can make this, I can do this, I can, mm. you know, and plan it out and all that kind of stuff. If I'm not doing that, I, I will literally go insane because I, I need to create. Yeah. Um, so uh, and after I've created, it's kind of like, okay, 
do I just put it in a box and it's done or do, you know, I try to do something with it. And so, mm. um, it's, it's, you know, I'm lucky enough that I'm making things that are good enough that I can actually go out and do things for the community, do things for kids, do things for, you know, uh, for other people, which is great. You know, um, yeah. I wish, you know, I was able to be magical and be able to, you know, wave a wand or something and cure kids of the cancer that they're going through and, you know, uh, uh, take away the poverty that I see around me and, and all the things that, you know, but I, I, I unfortunately am not able to do those things. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I got to do what I can. Right. I think, yeah, I think that's the, I think that's the big, the, the big point is doing yeah. what you can like make like being able to make kind of maintain your circle of control like doing everything mm -hmm. that you can do um as as far as giving back and helping people that are in those situations that, that's yeah. very very important yes um, i know sometimes that can be hard for folks because kind of what you were hitting on i mean there's a lot of bad stuff going on in the world and and it's we we innately want to see the world as fair and predictable and safe. And in order to help people, you actually have to take in the fact that there's chaos and there's hurt and there's all these things. So what what keeps you being able to go out there and keep showing up, even though you see some really tough stuff? Well, I, I'll tell you about probably the toughest. Uh, going to a children's hospital and uh, going in to see a children on their deathbed. Yeah um you know when they're dying of cancer and it's just it's it's heartrending but you got to be up when you're in there right and mm -hmm. uh you you're able to take them away from the pain and the suffering and the 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 terror of what they're going through and uh give them a few moments of being a kid again you know That's and amazing. seeing them smile and seeing them laugh and giggle and you know being a kid is 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 it's such a precious gift. Yeah. And, um, you know, you leave those situations and you break down afterwards, mm -hmm. but you were able to give them that moment. Right. That's you know? so amazing. Yeah. yeah. You're so yeah. right. I mean, being able to give them that ability to be a child wherever is possible is just, yeah, yeah that's incredible. Um. I know one thing you talked about uh, was as far as when you create your costumes, is there one where you've had over the years and you've just kind of added on to it and you feel Every like you've just bettered one. it? Yeah. <laughs> All of as a matter them. of fact, I was just downstairs uh, before I came up uh, working on my bat belt. Uh, I've had problems with my bat belt for a while, my Batman utility belt. Um, so I actually added elastic to the back with a buckle. Uh, because it had these, uh, it was the Mattel bat belt that they released uh, about, I don't know, eight years ago, 10 years yeah. ago. And it has these two hooks that hook into like these grommets. And uh, as I was saying, I need to lose weight. I, I've gained a little bit too much weight. And so the hooks have bent out. And so it was constantly popping loose. And then like, you know, mm. that's not good. Not, not, a, you know, you go into a children's hospital, and all of a sudden your bat belt pops off. That's not good. So um, That's such unfortunate timing. Yeah, yeah. It is. I've had, I've had instances like that where uh, I bought a pair of bat boots uh, from a cosplay company uh, out of, uh, I want to say Taiwan. I could be wrong. And uh, they were like, you know, $50 boots. So it was like, you know, but I was like, they, they, I like bought a several pairs from them before. And it was like, they would last about a year. And then, you know, they would disintegrate and then I would just have to get another pair. And I was like, okay. And I, while I was doing that, I was researching how to find better ones. And I actually found uh, a company in uh, California that actually made Adam West boots hmm. uh, for the television show. So I, I had them make me a pair and, oh, they're amazing. But anyways, back to the, the, the cheaper boots. Um, so I was in the, the first time I wore them, I went to the Dell Children's Hospital and I was just walking and the sole came loose from the sole, the heel all the way up to the balls of my feet. Oh, no. <laughs> I wasn't going upstairs. I wasn't running. I wasn't kneeling. I was walking. Just collapsed. And it just, it just 
I started hearing this clap and I was, I looked down and I was like, are you serious? This, <laughs> these are brand new boots. This is the first time I've worn them. Oh, and man. I was just like, that doesn't look good. <laughs> <laughs> so I am so happy. I was able to get some Duran boots. Yeah. They, they were uh, a lot more expensive than 50 bucks, sure. but uh, they were made specifically to my feet and they are the most comfortable boots I've ever worn. Uh, they're great and I love them and I'm so blessed to have them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I do love that. Uh, it, it sounds like cosplaying is like a, a, a constant work in progress. I'll tell you, cause w one thing that I need to get better at is just doing it because I'm one of those people. I'm like, if I can't do it a hundred percent accurate, I'm not doing it at all. But what I need to do, I think is like, like you said, just slowly work on it. Yeah. over mm. time because i've always wanted to cosplay batman i've nice. never cosplayed batman because in oh. my mind i know how i want it to look yeah and it's not possible without like thousands of dollars like my favorite <laughs> i think my favorite bat co batman costumes the one he wears in the arkham knight video game oh, like nice. it's such an elaborate like armored it's so cool and i'm like yep. that's the one that i'd want to do and it's like no that's I don't have like $6,000 laying around yeah. to put into it. And so I'm not well, gonna, to be fair, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not rich in any stretch of the imagination either. So I, I, a lot of it is like, uh, at dragon's Lair, I have a Cylon warrior helmet from uh, the original oh, cool. Battlestar Galactica up on the, the wall. And I've got the Battlestar Galactica Cylon, uh, pistol and sword. And so I'm slowly getting the pieces together for my Cylon. Uh, yes. I've got a Rocketeer helmet up on the wall. I'm going to be doing oh, cool. the Rocketeer. And uh, that's another one that's just super expensive, but it's going to be buying one piece at a time. Yeah, little by little. And yeah. and I think that's, and I I, I feel like that's that's life. You're, you're working on, mm -hmm. you're working yeah. on yourself little bit by little bit, the same way you would work on a, on a cosplay costume. It doesn't all come together right yeah. then, but you know, you just kind of stick with it and go through things and it all comes together eventually. Yeah, I think this is my fifth undersuit for the, you know, the main gray suit here. I think that's my fifth or sixth gray suit that I've worn. I've had uh, the other ones have all disintegrated. Uh, the cowl, I, I actually bought a, a spare uh, from Chuck Williams, who's amazing. He's known as the best when it comes to uh, six oh, cool. Batman. Um, you can actually find his store on Etsy. It's uh, C2. No, it's CW2 Studios, I believe. Okay. And Chuck Williams is his name, and he's absolutely wonderful. And his uh, wife, Lynn, um, they actually had access to an original television uh, suit. So they actually mm -hmm. like were able to take patterns off the original suit and stuff. And uh, they sell patterns. Uh, I made the cape here and uh, my trunks and some of my other things from those patterns. Okay. Um so yeah, so they they helped out a lot in getting something, as you said, screen accurate. So yeah. when when I was a kid watching the Adam West Batman, my favorite part of every episode would be when they uh, pulled up the Shakespeare head, pushed the button, and then hit the change matic as they were going down the yeah. pole. Like yeah. that was always the coolest thing in the world to be i'm like this and i was like idea yeah of how uh accurate and uh amazing chuck williams is he found out what the original bust was and bought one it was like from 1800 or something wow and actually took a mold of it cast it and then uh sculpted the shakespeare bust what? from it like they did in the original show and so he's got the most accurate shakespeare bust that head opens up and everything like that. And it's the right size and everything like that. And it's just like, it's gorgeous. I wow. respect the commitment. Yes. So, <laughs> so what, um, can you tell us a little bit about some of the costumes you're currently working on? Mm. Uh, well, as I said, I just worked a little bit on Batman today. today. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, wow. Uh, there are a lot of costumes I'm working on. I'm actually doing, uh, redoing, my 19 uh well not 19 uh my uh captain america first america uh, first uh avenger mm. costume oh that's a good uh, one i had one that was pretty good it was made from duck cloth which is uh basically what the the uniforms of the day were made from 
uh but i actually got my hands on some screen accurate costume like mm. fabric yeah so uh that was not cheap and so i'm gonna totally redo it in the screen accurate uh fabric uh so it has the right texture and the right you know look and everything and then uh i'm also uh, a lot of the pieces like the stars and the buckles and stuff are all resin yeah so i'm turning all those into metal uh, oh, i actually cool. had a uh the back uh buckle that uh the harness you know uh connects to the uh, belt with this buckle uh mm -hmm. this weird triangular looking buckle and i had that 3d printed through shapeways uh in metal and Gosh. so yeah it was 200 dollars to do that <laughs> but when i got it it felt cast it was it was, it was gorgeous wow. and it was you know because i'm always afraid especially that buckle i sit down and it's like resin i'm like oh that's gonna snap one of these days you know i don't think this one's gonna snap it's yeah. it's yeah. metal and it, it's heavy and it, it feels really solid so I I love Captain America's costume in that first movie. Like it was so cool. Yeah, uh, it was really cool to me. I love that one. Do you have you done any? Um, have have has anyone come to you almost like contracted you for work? Like, hey, can you make me this costume? People have tried. Uh, I'm not really up for doing something like that. I I work pretty. Uh, I work a lot at Dragon Slayer. I'm a manager, yeah. so I'm like you know. Busy guy. Uh, pretty yeah. there and i don't want to promise something to somebody and not be able to do it and right. it's like i i barely have time to work on my own stuff yeah so, <laughs> um yeah and there there's as you can tell there's always repairs or upgrades having to happen to a lot of these costumes and uh like i get asked to be batman a lot i get asked to be <laughs> captain america a lot so i really need to get my captain america back up and running yeah. um yeah. but uh but yeah because right now it's 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 not in a condition to be worn um yeah. definitely one of those things where it's like uh it's it's a great hobby but it could become stressful if it was yeah. more of a if it was a job yeah yeah so so i know like i was actually i was i was talking to some people the other week about well comics and nerdy stuff yeah. and um, like, for example, one of them was talking about wanting to finally get their cosplay together, go to a convention, and they were trying to work themselves up to it. Um, and I even taught, you know, Keaton's giving me a hard time because I'll be like, I'm not a Trekkie. And he's like, what do you mean you're not a Trekkie? You love Star Trek. You know a lot about it. I'm like, well, let me tell you what's a true Trek. You know, there are all these kind of levels and layers, and we are always comparing ourselves. And this stuff can be hard to build yourself up to where to start so how does someone uh connect with people um in the cosplay world or how would you suggest someone get started if they're interested but they just don't know how to do it well uh there's a lot of options there uh if you're here in austin on sunday nights we try to do cosplay build night at dragon's lair every sunday oh, night cool. uh, so people can come in and uh actually what I told Keaton to come to Austin. I'm going to have to visit soon. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to have to do it. A lot of people, you can go on Facebook or Discord or Instagram or something like that and try to find groups in your area. Um, uh, like in Austin, there's like three or four. There's like Just Because, which is mm. just a group of cosplayers. It's not like a, uh, it's not a real organized group. It's, it's basically yeah. like, here's a, a site for cosplayers to talk to each other yeah um, and then there's austin cosplayers and then there was uh there was one other group i think they closed closed uh up during the pandemic though mm. um and then dallas there's several there's uh there's also a lot of charity cosplay groups like uh heroes of texas for example mm -hmm. um uh 501st legion is really good to get into even if you're not uh doing star wars costuming just because a lot of the 501st are also doing so many other things um members from the 501st legion that i'm friends with uh started actually started the uh 788th gi joe costuming group and so that's how i got into that group and then also they did the uh the gotham police department and so i got into that through them and uh nice. they've got like a whole gotham swat group and they've got a gordon and a female detective and i was like you needed just a regular street officer so i did the street officer nice. and um uh, each of these groups gets to do some really cool stuff uh like for example the gotham group 
in Houston, Comic Palooza, one of the biggest conventions in Texas, uh, they had the crew, uh, the the cast of Gotham, there to do a uh, do panels and autographs oh, and things ooh. like that. And so they had our group, the Gotham Police Department, come down and uh, be color and quote unquote security for that panel. <laughs> And so we were staged throughout the audience. Like, you know, we had a, uh, a SWAT sniper, we had a SWAT medic, we had a SWAT, you know, all these different Love SWAT it. guys. And then like, I was the blown police, you know, regular street clothes police officer, you know, like the beat the cop, beat cop exactly. <laughs> and I was a uh, stage right. And uh, just uh, right in front of the stage. And it was actually kind of funny because we didn't think we were going to have to do security work at all. Right. Yeah. Uh, the guy who, uh, is bullock in the show he's from houston oh cool saw some of his friends in the audience and so he jumped down to talk to his friends and he got immediately swarmed and oh, so no. we had to surround oh, him and extricate him from that situation <laughs> oh my goodness you actually had to be so that was well. that was pretty wild did, so funny. did you get to did I, I take it did you get to meet some of the uh gotham actors just briefly uh backstage we just got to say hi and they took some pictures with us and things like that oh that's awesome Um, yeah that was pretty cool especially bullock bullock the guy who played bullock was just really thankful that we got him out of there (laughs) you know yeah because he he was totally shocked that that everybody swarmed him like that he was like you know he 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 just blew his mind that that you know yeah um but it's (laughs) it's always wonderful a lot of the the experiences and things that you you get to do in cosplay uh sometimes it can be very aggravating uh i was mm. captain america and uh well comic blues again uh some friends of mine were getting married or renewing their vows and they wanted me to be their mess best man but they wanted me to wear captain america <laughs> in the comics of that time, they were doing the whole hydra captain <laughs> Was, oh no <laughs> he was a hydra officer really right he was a secret you know agent for the hydra and i i cannot tell you how much i hate that storyline and it, <laughs> i feel like it was an insult to the creators of captain america because they were both jewish and very much against everything that they wrote in that oh wow time. i never thought yeah wow that's yeah i so, i yeah a lot of cap yeah. cap fans were did not like that run at all (laughs) no no i mean i'm so sick of all these 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 comic writers trying to make things dark just for the sake of making things dark Uh, and it's like uh, you know some of these characters stand for something some of these characters it's like you know they show hope you know it's like superman's supposed to be the light he's supposed to you know the, the 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 hope right um captain america is very much the same way you know and yes definitely do negative things with that character it's 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 going beyond you know just trying to write a good story anymore it's it's you're you're you know destroying a cultural icon and you but, know um anyway so as i was saying i was i was captain america and so i was going through the convention as captain america and i was getting a little irritated because i have all the hail caps and all the uh, you know, hell hydras and everything. And I was like, obviously, I'm not that Captain America. I'm, <laughs> you know, from World War II, very much the, you know, first Avenger. Uh, anyways, there was these two boys that came up as I was walking out. And they were wearing USA uh, tank tops. And they came running up to me out of breath. Just like, <laughs> you know, they couldn't talk to me. They were so excited. And I was like, do you boys love America? And they were like, what you know and them high fives they ran off they were like we talked to captain america you know it was like you know that's what you do it for so that was i was like okay that made it all worth it yeah a lot a lot of the times whenever i see a character being portrayed and it's not the way that i want it i just i i compartmentalize it and i put it in the what if yeah uh yeah. else world category i'm like nope that's not that's not my guy i personally like, feel yeah. like it's fine as long as you you know as long as you're having fun and you're not hurting people right mm. uh deadpool is one of those characters that people use it as an excuse to insult people and to yeah. be a jerk yeah they it's like they completely and a lot of times i feel like they it misses it it can miss the miss the point and and yes. it can be seen because i remember even like 
I think a couple week uh, a couple weeks ago we put out an episode we were talking about Homelander and mm-hmm. how uh the creator uh was shocked that people looked at Homelander as a hero and he's like no he's clearly a villain how did you guys miss how did you guys miss this and and so it's very interesting how someone can take a character and say no and and like almost like in their head they're like hey yeah they're a good person it's like mm, no yeah. they're they're really they're really yeah. not it was the same thing with well, so it's uh, like the creators yeah. of lobo it's the exact same thing they 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 were creating lobo <laughs> to show how ridiculous some of these characters were and then lobo mm-hmm. became really super popular and he was the, the creators were like no you're not <laughs> this guy why are you liking this guy you never know how it's gonna go you right. never you never know how it uh how it's how it's gonna uh go especially when you know you'll have like an actor that just brings a ton of like charisma to a villain and to the point where it's like no you're not supposed to like the villain but so do you do you ever see that do you ever see that play out in cosplay where maybe people do get too caught up in whatever character that they're portraying um Obviously, I think it happens. I mean, I, I've seen yeah. some, some instances where, you know, I just kind of shake my head a little bit. Uh, as I said, with Deadpools, especially where they're going around being a jerk and you just kind of shake your head and just walk away. You know, mm, it's just yeah. like, you know, um, there's there's whenever I need Deadpool for a, a, a an event or something like the Deadpool movie releases or something. There's one guy I know he knows where to walk that line and yeah. he does such a great job. And one of the things he does is he doesn't make fun of people. Yeah. He's not mm-hmm. being, you know, he'll, he'll, if he makes fun of anybody, he'll make fun of himself or he'll like say yeah. things about Spider-Man or something like that or an X-Man or something like that, but he won't like personally insult people, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, well, uh, and I think that that's like an important line, right? Yeah. So, you know, when we, when we put on a, a, a costume, we do tend to take on some of that persona, but you've got to be careful because right. <laughs> that that's for good or bad. And so that's really good to kind of keep in mind where's that line in terms of, you know, you don't want to become that portrayal to the point where you're actually like you were saying, you yeah. know, up to the point of don't hurt people, don't insult people. That's yeah. a yeah, I never thought well, about I mean, that it's, with it's so in particular. Yeah. It's 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 like uh there's a instance that happened with George Reeves while he was portraying Superman. He was doing a public appearance in costume as Superman and he beat the bad guys or whatever and a little kid came up with his father's pistol and said, "Can I shoot you to, you know, watch the bullets bounce off?" And he like had to talk the kid down and say, "No." You, oh, you, the bullets will bounce oh, off gosh. and they might hurt somebody that's terrifying and so he had to actually talk the kid down and get the gun yeah. away from the kid and it was like like a little like seven-year-old kid he didn't know any better sure you know? yeah. but i mean so it's it's not just cosplayers it's 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 also why you see a lot of uh situation with actors and things like that yeah. where you know they're not doing a lot of these public appearances as much anymore or where yeah you know, it's it's really extraordinary if if you see like one of these characters, you know, one of these actors in their costume, and that's why they mostly only do it at like children's hospitals or something like that. Because mm. you know, it used to be they would go to malls or they would go to you know do public appearances in costume, and it's like that's not happening much anymore. Yeah, um, I, I was actually really shocked at Greater Austin Comic Con that happened this summer. Uh, James Hong was there and he dressed up as David Lopan from photo ops. So, you know, his character from big trouble in little China. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, are you serious? Okay. I'm so there, you know, but, <laughs> but, uh, and, and I cannot say enough good things about James Hong, by the way, he is such a sweet guy. Yeah. He's really, really wonderful. And it's, he's an awesome. icon. I mean, he was the original voice, the English voice for uh, Dr. Sarazawa in the original Godzilla film. Oh, cool. Perry Mason. He was in uh, I Dream a Genie. He was in uh, Wonder Woman with Linda Carter. He was in 18. Iconic. I mean, the, 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 the list of things he's been in is just mind boggling. Uh, I was joking saying you can make a list of like a, a chart of every single thing ever made in America film or TV and throw a dart and you'd probably hit something he was in. That's awesome. Yeah. I, you mentioned the A-Team. Baracus is 
<laughs> one of the people on my list of cosplays that I would love to one day do. I would love to be <laughs> cosplay as Mr. T. Like that would be I'm a fool. I hit it. Yes. It's <laughs> like, I would love. Don't give me that Jimmy Jemma. <laughs> I would love to do it. That's a, that's excellent. That is absolutely excellent. It's so it's wild to me, though, that like what you were just saying, how people take it way too seriously. And like yeah. they they can't separate the mm-hmm. character from the person playing them. I remember hearing stories about um the actor that played uh, Joffrey on Game of Thrones and how people were like actually mean to him. Yep. I believe it. Yeah. Because of a character that he portrayed. I'm like, you really have to know where to draw the line. Like this is fiction. This is a character that he's basically being punished for doing such a great job portraying. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) He did such a great job portraying him. Like, and but but I hear like the actor like in real life he's like one of the nicest people. That's awesome out there. But he I think he actually ended up kind of stepping away from acting after that just because he got a he was lot in of, the Arrowverse. Yeah. Uh, I want to say he was in, was it Flash? He was in the Flash TV show. Yeah, oh. I I remember him. I rem- oh I remember Malfoy, uh, yeah. being on the Flash TV show, and I think well. Um, the actor that played Joffrey was actually in oh, the Nolan Batman movies. Yeah, you're right. Wrong character. The actor that played Joffrey was actually in the Nolan Batman movies. He was oh, you're right. Jim yeah, Gordon yeah. Jr. He was Commissioner yeah. Gordon's uh Which, you know, son. if you let him grow up, same <laughs> character. Up. Right. <laughs> it all goes back He's to Joffrey, terrible. doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's um but yeah, it's just it's it's wild to me. People cannot separate a character from the actor um, playing them. That's very unfortunate that that's something as a cosplayer that you have to look out for. (laughs) Indeed, indeed. Uh, You know, um, and then, you know, there's also the cosplayers that have, that play the villains that come after you and stuff like that. And they try to, Mm. you know, and it's like, okay, guys, this is, you know, we're, we're in costume here. We're here to have fun. I don't want to fight yeah. you. <laughs> you know? It's Texas. It's summer. Yeah. I just want some I'm water. Hot. I just want some water. Yeah. <laughs> that is oh man. That is wow. Like that. Um, so I one one question I wonder, because it's uh, you you have so many. How big is your costume closet? Oh, good question. Uh well, uh it's it's more than a closet because I have a lot of <laughs> costumes that are in trunks. Uh, Batman is actually in a trunk because of the cowl and some of the props and things like that. Um, there is, uh, of course, the stormtroopers in a trunk. Um, I've got a first order stormtrooper that I'm still in the process of building, and that's oh, in a cool. trunk. Uh, X-wing pilots in a trunk. Um, so it's it's, and I mean, we're talking about the the big totes, you know. Yeah. Um, and then I've got, I, I can't tell you how many that are in garment bags. And then, you know, I've got, I've got, I've got stuff like I've got a Santa Claus and the Grinch in one uh, <laughs> run of the gar- garment bags. I was, oh, holiday uh, costumes. I didn't even think yeah. about that. Uh, I was the the Grinch for the uh, Dell Children's uh, Blood Disease and Cancer Ward holiday party. Oh, awesome. Um, so then I actually got help from uh, Hogfly Productions. Uh, they do uh, amazing makeup. Uh, they actually did uh, a lot of effects and stuff for Troublemaker Studios and for uh, a lot of other companies. Uh, so they travel all over. But uh, during the Halloween season, they'll actually do Halloween makeup for people. And uh, oh. they did my Grinch for that uh, holiday party. Oh, and nice. then, uh, yeah, Meredith is amazing. She she did a, a just amazing job. Uh, if you look at my GB cosplay page, you can see uh, pictures of the amazing job she did with the face makeup that she did on me. Um, and then, uh, but yeah, there's, 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 there's literally, you know, the sum of them is kind of like, okay, this, this goes with this and this cosplay, this, you know, um, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, especially when you're, you're starting a mission mash uh, medieval cosplays with pirates and, you know, uh martial art costumes for like you know i I, i've got a teenage Mutant ninja turtles foot uh ninja clan uh oh like foot clan 
Foot Clan. Oh man! And uh, from the first movie, uh, <laughs> I've actually that was actually filmed where I'm uh, near where I am. It was filmed in Wilmington, uh, oh, nice. North Carolina. Yeah, nice. it was filmed about two hours away from where I live. I, um, just yeah. what Jim Henson Studios did for those costumes. That's just the phenomenal. Oh my god! Oh my god! They're, they still hold up. They still hold up. It's so good. So it's, good. Yeah, it's um, awesome. But yeah, well, I, I I I can't even tell you how many. I I, I sometimes just jokingly say fifty costumes, but like I said, sometimes you know the there's mix and matches. Like I mean, I've got old west cosplay. I've got you know, you name it. So. It's awesome. Well, and then of course we're not talking about like you know, I may have I'm wanting to do every single version of Captain America that was in the first Captain America film, uh, Captain America First uh, Avenger. I want to do yeah. the mm-hmm. so costume. I want to do the in between, and I want to um, the one that I've got is the the one at the end of the movie. Yeah, you know, yeah. I I just I love his USO costume because that's like straight out of the comic books. Yeah, and, you know, the in between stage there because, uh, yeah, it's just everything about that character in that movie is just absolutely amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I love him. I do love uh, MCU. Yeah. In America. He's awesome. Well, um, Greg, I'll, I tell you this, it has been absolutely phenomenal and honestly yes. an honor talking so to you. And really appreciate well, thank you. this. Thank you for all that you do as yeah. a cosplayer, all the people you visit, all the lives that you touch. If, um, if, if people want to reach, reach out or like, uh, look at some of your cosplay or come by the store, is there anything else that you'd like to tell us about or plug? Um, well, there, the GB cosplay on Facebook is, is my cosplay page. I don't really promote it very much because I'm not really into becoming famous or anything. Uh, <laughs> I I'm just, I, I just like making things and I like, uh, doing charity and community service. Um, and uh that's 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 kind of what my goal is is with cosplay um that being said the casa superhero runs coming on september 17th and uh if you want to join or be a part of it uh please uh casa superhero run.com and that's uh c yep c-a-s-a for for everyone yep court appointed special advocate yes yes that is yeah that's an um uh amazing organization um yes. and yeah definitely look into that everyone and heroes of texas will be there and i will like you said probably be shazam um unless something comes up and then then i may be batman we'll see awesome because <laughs> batman's an orphan too it's true that is wow yep that's true I, I feel like a lot of uh a lot of the the big the big heroes are aren't yeah. they yeah. you know origin stories yeah yes well, thank you guys so much. I really appreciate Absolutely. being a part of this. Thank you so much. Thank you, Greg. Thanks for nerding out with us. I'm clinical psychologist, Dr. Amelia Brown. And I'm educator and comic aficionado, Keaton Hopkins. Check out my TV and movie reviews on YouTube at Team JVS. Check out our website at bat-therapy.com, our Bat Therapy YouTube channel, and follow us on social media. And don't forget our Patreon page at patreon.com slash bat therapy. See you next week. Same bat time, same bat channel.